It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are J-Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. We're live at Baylor Ballpark, and we are joined by Professor Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider. Lots to talk about with Jerry, and uh, I, th- I thought you might uh, join us here at the ballpark. You know, it's it's a little cold outside. Ah, time. there you go. There's <laughs> the honest truth. I didn't even want to get in my car and drive <laughs> over there. I just It's just too cold. Aaron, what did we say? We predicted your exact words were it's probably a little too cold for him to come over here, <laughs> which honestly, I don't blame the professor. And actually you know, it is. That's it true. Is a little cold. Yeah. Well, you know, the professor, he's got to, got to take care of himself health wise. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. Let's start right here at Baylor ballpark bears hosting Abilene Christian, uh, four o'clock start this afternoon, despite the frigid temperatures, a uh, chance to get a win here for coach Thompson and the bears. Yeah, they really need it, John. They've had, you know, some tough luck early on with injuries. And, and I mean, it was, you know, he knew it going in, uh, Mitch did, that this was a just a killer schedule. So, you know, if you're not on top of your game, it's, it's going to be a tough day. So, um, you know, I, I, I thought they were competitive in, in, in most of those games with Indiana. Uh, but like I said, with the injuries piling up and just, you know, it just seems like, John, if, if one thing goes wrong, they can't get out of it can't get out of their way um so yeah i think uh the the talent is better this team is better uh but the schedule is so much better than it was even last year so uh yeah hopefully the bears can get a win tonight and kind of get a little momentum going into this weekend against uh, another really good team in oral roberts yeah exactly toughest schedule uh in the nation first month of the season so that's what baylor's up against and this acu team is not shy about playing uh Big schools, they swept Baylor two games last year. Yeah, it's a good, really good, you know, kind of mid-major type team that, uh, like you said, they don't mind taking on, you know, all comers and, right. and they'll come to your place, whatever. I mean, it's a really good program. And, and, you know, like you said, they swept Baylor last year and they're capable of beating anybody out there. Yeah, very much so. All right, uh, we just uh, passed on the news. Big tennis match tonight, 14th-ranked Baylor. Number one, Ohio State. They have officially moved that indoors to the Hawkins Indoor Facility. Uh, in one respect, I, I, I hate that that happened. I mean, you can't avoid it with the weather like it is, but I thought I think we would have had a really good crowd outdoors at the Herd Center tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right, John. Um, of course, yeah, I made the call, actually. Cause oh, you did? Okay. Cold. It is yeah, too I cold. made the call, and I was just like, look, <laughs> it's too cold, and if you want me to come, it's got, it's got to move to the Hawkins Indoor. So uh, it was, you know, it was below that, you know, 55, 50 uh-huh. degree, you know, deal. And I was like, no, nah, we, we really need to go inside. And, and that's kind of what Ohio State was pulling for, I'm sure, too. You know, they they don't mind playing indoors. They just yeah. won the uh, they just won the national indoor. So um, yeah, I mean, it's great that uh, Baylor will get this test early. Um, you know, playing a number one ranked team and getting to host them here. Uh, but yeah, you would have liked to have seen it outside and and you know have a great crowd out there. Uh, but you know, this will be fun. It'll be packed in there. I guarantee yeah. you that. Uh, there will not be a seat available tonight, um, you know, with it going indoors. Right. Fills up in a hurry, doesn't it? So if, it if does, somebody wants yeah. to come and get a seat, you better come early. Yeah. 
So that's 6 o'clock tonight, Baylor and Ohio State. Uh, men's tennis, great matchup. Ohio State, number one team in the nation. You'll know this. Uh, wh- who was the last number one team to play here in Waco? I think it was uh, – was it – I know it was 15. Yeah, 15. Uh, I remember that. And I think it was Oklahoma maybe. Okay, gotcha. And there was – now this was in the regular season. That was actually the year we hosted NCAA. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But this was during the regular season, and I believe the crowd was like 1,500. Yeah. And, I mean, it had a very much a Davis Cup feel to it. Like mm. just, um, you know, it was – the crowd was into it. Uh, and, you know, there's – this is not the – quiet uh you know really you know gentleman's game i mean this right. was getting into it so it was fun john yeah that was back uh yeah almost 10 years now but uh full house and and a really good match i think it came down to the wire it was four three i believe oklahoma pulled it out uh but a great match so uh yeah uh and hopefully you know this will be the same way that you know i, you know, I know uh, Baylor struggled a little bit this weekend against, uh, I guess it was SMU, but, uh, you know, they're a team very capable. Like they've already beaten a top five USC team. So I think they're capable of beating, you know, and particularly competing against anybody out there. Yeah. All right. So that's big tonight, 6 PM at, uh, now inside the Hawkins indoor tennis facility about women's basketball, Jerry, uh, boy, on a, on a roll at the right time here late in the season yeah. with the win last night at Cincinnati, they've won four in a row. Yeah, that was big, John. Um, you know, they, they played really well. I don't think Cincinnati is, you know, obviously they're not one of the better teams. I mean, I think they've won five conference games, uh, but it was in their place. And, you know, John, I think, uh, like you said, I think the women have been on a roll. I believe the way that uh, Nikki said it the other night was they've kind of, they kind of got over a hump. And I think it was, I think it was the win at West Virginia. You know, that mm-hmm. was a big one, you know, getting a win on the road at West Virginia. Um, you know, I think it started, though, I guess it was the Tech game when Brittany Griner was here, and they've just, you know, they've been unbeatable since then. Yeah. So um, it's been a good role, and, and you know, man, uh, who would have who guessed, you know, a month ago or whatever that, you know, Jana Van Gietenbeek would have that kind of game. Um, career high, 19 points, hit three three-pointers, had five assists. I mean, she is, John, over this last trip, I think she's scored double figures in five of the last seven games. So she's really on a roll, and certainly she's helped uh, this team get on a roll as well. Yeah, boy, that's a good point. Um, So for the women, they have put themselves in a position to maybe get one of those top four seeds in the women's Big 12 tournament. I mean, they're right there. They're in a tie for fourth right now with West Virginia, and they've got the tiebreaker over West Virginia, but they got a good shot of getting a double bye in Kansas City. Yeah, and I think we had said like maybe a couple of weeks ago, if Baylor does this, they've got a good shot to it, mm-hmm. and even to host you know, an NCAA, the first and second round of NCAAs, and they've kind of done that. You yeah. know, They lost the game at Oklahoma. But other than that, they've just been on a great roll of late. And, uh, yeah, you're right. With uh, with West uh, – I guess it was West Virginia losing at Oklahoma State last night, Baylor's really in prime position to take that fourth spot and, and get the double bye. So that would be big. Um, you know, again, a week uh, – you know, even a week ago, I don't know that you would have predicted this, and particularly West Virginia losing at Oklahoma State. Um, but, you know, Baylor's done what they had to do. They've controlled what they can control. And, you know, now if they, you know, get the win on Sunday and, and um, I think I, we need Iowa State um, to lose to Kansas State 
tonight. But if, if that happens and Baylor wins, then Baylor would be the number four seed and would get, you know, a bye into the quarterfinals. Man, that's really good. That's fun to see. Yeah. Fun to see them. You know, they started 14-0, and 0, but would mm-hmm. you think and, and say that the Baylor women are playing their best basketball right now? I think they are, John. I, yeah. I was particularly the first three quarters of that game last night. I thought maybe that was the best they've played. Offense, defense, everything, you know. And, you know, another kind of like hidden thing in that game was Madison Bartley coming back to 6-3 oh, yeah. forward, transferred from Belmont, had been out like I think maybe six weeks or so with a back injury. Uh, she was back for the first time since January 13th against Iowa State. And it, she didn't score. She didn't even take a shot. But it was all the things that she did on the defensive end and just the other little things. She really defended well. Um, you know, uh, their best player, Jillian Hayes, uh, you know, when Madison was in there, she really shut her down. Mm. I think she wound up at 13, but, you know, Madison did a great job on her, got four rebounds, two assists, I think one block. So, you know, had a really good game and first game back. And, and it was a cool thing, John. Um, you know, her family has now moved to Cincinnati. She's oh, from really? Ohio, ah. but her family is now in Cincinnati. And I, I think I heard this right, that she had over 100 people there. Oh, the wow. So that was cool that she was able to come back and play. That's perfect. Like I said, there, there's been a, a long stretch there where she wasn't even on the bench because of because of her back. She just you know couldn't even sit on the bench. So uh, that was great to have her back, and she adds that size and physicality that you really don't. Certainly, the size that you don't have it from any of the players. And then you know, Letty, the freshman, is not that physical yet. Um, so Madison kind of adds that physicality that you really need that they were missing during that stretch. So, yeah, John, I think a lot of the things are going well right now for the Baylor women, and, and I do agree with you. I think they are playing their best basketball right now. I think so, too, and no better time than, you know, down the stretch and heading into the postseason. So that's good to see. And the Baylor men, nice bounce-back win uh, for them. Tough, tough loss to Houston on Saturday. But to turn around, uh, you know, two days later and win on the road at TCU, that was a really, really uh, significant win for the Bears. Yeah, I thought it was great, John. I mean, that that end of the first half, that was that was pretty rough to watch. <laughs> really, you know, either side or if you're just an impartial observer, that last six minutes, I believe TCU went 0 for 10 and, and Baylor, you know, didn't score in like the last five minutes and was maybe one for its last 12. Um, so that was tough to watch, but boy, Baylor really played well in that second half and, and just kind of ran away from them, really. You know, I mean, TCU got it within single digits there real late, but, you know, Baylor was never really seriously threatened. And I just, again, I thought, I thought the Baylor men played really well, particularly, you know, that first, uh, maybe 15 minutes to 17 minutes of the second half. Uh, they were really good. Cause remember this is a TCU team that came in here and beat you in triple overtime and certainly that was some motivation um but yeah i just i just thought baylor played really well john all right jerry a couple other sports uh get your thoughts on uh track and field the big 12 indoors last week and uh really a really good meet for the uh for the women at the big 12 indoors yeah i thought it was great like like you said i think particularly on the women's side because i know when we had talked to coach ford prior to the meet you know, he was hoping for a top half finish, you know, top seven or so. And for them to finish fifth, and I remember that first night, I mean, there was a stretch there where they were like in second place. Hmm. 
And uh, young Colin Pirtle sent a text out saying, can we just stop it right here? Let's right. just take a picture of this scoreboard. And let's just stop it right here. But, yeah, I thought they I thought they really competed well. Two, two uh, program records on the men's side. Um, the freshman pole vaulter, I believe it's Lentz. Um, she won the Big 12 title. That was the only Big 12 title Baylor won. But, uh, you know, had a lot of great performances, Alexa Alexis Brown, the the uh, transfer from Florida, she finished second in the long jump, but she's ranked fourth in the country. Uh, and so they've got seven entries going into the NCAA indoors that will be held next week in Boston. Very nice. And acrobatics and tumbling, I know you were there last Sunday. Uh, big win for number one Baylor over number two Oregon. And I know John Morris was there as well. I was there. Yeah, John, how many, how many times have we even seen Baylor – a&T behind, you know, at any point during right. a meet. And, you know, they were behind at halftime. And, you know, maybe I can't remember if they were still behind uh, after the toss, but they were right there. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I thought Oregon competed really well. And, you know, the biggest difference obviously was down the stretch with the tumbling in the team event. And team event, which they had struggled in so mightily, uh, you know, against UMHB, actually lost the team event to UMHB. And, I, man, watching that performance, uh, you know, I, I thought that was – I don't know what Ashley said about it, but I thought it was close to flawless. I mean, obviously they had some points taken off, but, I, man, I thought they were really good in that and just kind of shut the door on Oregon with that performance. Yeah, I agree, and, and Ashley's the expert, and she did also. But that was fun to see, and that's, that's big. You know, really the most two most high-profile schools yeah. in the sport of acrobatics and tumbling, and, and Baylor won over Oregon. So, uh, so that was good. They'll meet up again April 5th in – Eugene. All right, Jerry, uh, we appreciate you being on with us. Uh, sorry you couldn't bundle up and come here uh, to be with us live at Baylor Ballpark. Hey, you can you can call a spade a spade. That's what I am. So, I, you know, that's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll own it. Okay. Hey, and I'll – yeah, go ahead. One more thing on A&T. Yeah. Um, they are going – I think it's this weekend, right, where they go maybe New the York? third and the fifth. Yeah, but they're yeah they're competing at two meets in in New York, and it's against two new Division One right. teams. So I think that's cool. I think it's Iona and Long Island. So those are two new Division One teams that are competing. So I thought that was kind of neat. That's that's like the New York Yankees showing up at the Little League ballpark. You know, no offense to those new schools, but to get Baylor to come to your place, that's pretty that's good. Right. <laughs> that yeah, is good. Cool. And I was going to say, I'll admit this. Uh, they asked me if we wanted the windows open today. And I said, that is an easy answer, and the answer is no. So, windows closed uh, for yours truly in our booth. I have. I, I, I don't mind you saying that one bit. That wind is blowing right in, right into the booth. Yeah. It's actually so the papers won't blow. That's that's why I want to <laughs> That's exactly why. Yeah. All right, John. Appreciate Thanks, it, Jerry. Buddy. We'll see you. Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider, Professor Jerry Hill with us. 